BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Tech. Tech. Tech one two. Tech one two. Tech tech. Tech tick tech. Tick, 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 tickle, tick, tickle, tick, tickle, pickle, Rick, tick, tickle, pickle, Rick, pickle, Rick, Rick, pickle, Rick, pickle. Yes. Rocky Balboa. Hello. 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 Sally, look for seashells by the seashore. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Ow, 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 ow. This is how we do it. Right, let's try that yep. Check. Check one, two. How's the water? Is that good? Can you hear me? Do it again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. I can hear you. Mm. Oh, you rolling? Yeah. Oh, Let's check, yeah. Sorry. Well, mm. now, that's my daily routine of uh, getting my voice ready. I usually go with something the like uh, Sally. Gold. Sally picked up seashells by the seashore. That makes my brain hurt. Okay. I'm trying to think like this. Inspires me to write song. Mm. You have the words. I'm gonna leave it. Okay. Mm. E. You want to be the singer like a bee's Talk. It's your host Alan, and I got my boy Andrew Watkins on here with me. Third time's a charm. Mm. We had a lot of a lot of errors. We, ah, uh, we. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, 
probably did the one of our funnest times, I know, for me. Yeah, this is the last try. Oh, down the drain. Yeah. the best way to drink water that's really loud in those <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> so what did it do man man you know you know me you see me you know me mm. you see me we don't get to hang out much no more man I thought about it the other day one of the three times that I've been over here trying to record this podcast, mm-hmm. I yeah, thought sure. about how that's, much time we used to spend hanging out and chilling. But, you know, I know that people grow up and they have to do a thing called life and work at jobs, you know. For sure. And I'm glad we still have stayed connected, though. We're still, you know, every time we meet up, it's just like we ain't been no time that's, lost. Um, no time lost. That's kind of the, the theme of the... The episode Swing Life Away, right? Is yeah. um my dad told me a long time ago when I was like a teenager, probably like fifteen or sixteen, he said, uh, you'd be doing well if you had one true friend for the entirety of your life. Yeah. And um he's like, Well you're you're lucky you are in that regard. He said, just from looking at the company you keep, I'd say you had at least five. Mm-hmm. And I mean Man, man, you, we go back. Yeah, long time. Really, all the way back to, uh, you know, like, park ball. Yeah, as what kids. Was it, what, was it now? What, what year did we play on that? Uh, well, Merchants we, and Farmers. What, what? That was with Sammy Mitchell coaching. Mm-mm. No, your, your, granddad, your granddad was a coach. Oh, I him thought we that, played one year together. Jeff Day. Remember Jeff? He was Jordan Walker's uh, That mom. was uh, He was dating his mom. I was 11, you would have been 12. Mm-hmm. 11, 12, yeah. But I thought you played with me on Semi Mitchell's in like T-ball, man, our coach pitch. I might have. I don't remember. When we had the, we had the green jerseys. Like, it was like, uh, uh, no, I had you remember the color of my old Green Ranger? Yeah. I'm it was that color green. Like, it doesn't get any uglier than that green. No. I was on a different team. Huh. Are you picking up when I'm laying down? Yes. Are you smelling when I'm stepping in? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Pee wee, man. Well, you didn't, you didn't play football. Though, I played football one year. Did you? I played. Um, I think you were already on JV. It would have been the last year I could play pee wee. Oh, I think I did it my sixth grade year, and I didn't like it. Yeah. So I never played it again. And then, like the year that uh, it was, um, which we all thought that Coach Carroll would be coaching the next season. Mm-hmm. And um, I was out there dicking off on the football field one day, kicking footballs. Mm-hmm. Phil goes, and um, hell, Brock was holding the damn ball for me, mm-hmm. and like I railed one from like the twenty-five on the hash, and then he backed yeah. it up to the thirty, and I nailed it, and yeah. he's like, "Ow," uh, you know, and he's like, "You do it again." I was like, Shh, "I do it again and again." Yeah. And then Coach Carroll saw it from the field house, and he walked out there. He's like, "You were to kick, mm-hmm. like you just be on the team as a kicker." Yeah. And um, then after that, you know, everything went down and he wasn't the coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucked, man. My senior year was, wasn't ideal. I still had a lot of fun, but got, and it was so, it's, I still think that there's a conspiracy theory about this. 
by how that the whole county got drug tested, but except for Sutherland, who we was playing that week. And that's the reason that Brock and Ben, ben Brown right. couldn't play. Brock was our quarterback. But he couldn't play, so we had to put a freshman in there. And it was just, we lost. <laughs> yeah. He would not stay in the pocket. Who like was it, even? Brad McCool. It was Brad, Brad McCool. McCool. Yeah. Because I, he would get out of the pocket and immediately get sacked. And I finally grabbed him by the face mask. And I was like, if you leave this area, we cannot protect you. I said, trust us. We will block for you. Yeah. I said, I promise you, you will not. You stay here. We got you. And that's what we did. And, man, once he did that, he stepped up in the pocket and started throwing the ball. And we almost came back. Almost came back. But it was too far gone. Yeah. Happens. And that just kind of sent us spiraling. But I mean, like, just related to football, though, a lot of times when you had injury, I think when you had your leg injury, we, we hung out for a spell. Yeah, that was when I was in the ninth grade. And I was, uh-huh. we was playing the Hoover Bowl. Yeah. That, that sucked. That was like blackout pain. Yeah. And that was like guitar times. That's mm-hmm. like when we, I think we all found out that we all played guitar or were trying to learn. Well, at that time, too, uh, my mother had already bought me a guitar before I had my leg injury. Yeah. And, or no, she hadn't. But we had, she had talked to Diddy about it. And after I broke my leg, it was like two or three days after, she said that she was just laying in bed and couldn't sleep. Mm. All she could think about was that guitar. So yeah. she got up and went and bought it. And uh, that was my first guitar. Yeah, man. We put pickups in it later on. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was that was uh, at the first act. Yeah. That's the reason I know that some, I'm supposed to be playing some kind of instrument. For her to do something like that and to just get up and you know, go, and then later on, after I put the guy had put the guitar back down and wasn't playing as much, hmm. my he wasn't then, but he is now. My father-in-law got the same feeling and bought me that Taylor, like, and it shocked everybody in the family because he's a tightwad. Yeah, he's like, I just laid in bed and couldn't sleep. All I could think about was you playing that guitar, showing how much you liked it. Yeah. I mean, that is me know, son. The universe is pulling me towards music. I can't go away from it. Yeah, man. It's gravitating me in. It's pulling me in. But I don't know. I, I get that pull, man. Like, um, like, just trying to walk away from something or, um, like, it just seems to pull at you. And, like, mm-hmm. people that are close to you see, like, you're you, but you're not you. Mm-hmm. And that they, they know the remedy. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. But even then, we really didn't. And I guess mm-hmm. it would have been around the one-stop years, you know, we kind of found out that we had a lot of similar interests. Yeah. It would have been video games. So it was Guitar Hero, and later it would be Halo, and just hanging out through um, the one-stop. Ping pong. Yeah, ping pong. Definitely. I've spent many nights playing ping pong. I remember staying there till three o'clock one morning. Yeah, making making money. Making money. But you never you never even cash that check though. You, I didn't. Yeah. It was five hundred dollars, man. I felt bad for him. He had, well, he had two, family. He, he had two daughters, you know. Yeah. And he hadn't beaten me all night. I don't know what he was thinking, you know. Yeah, it's like he kept trying. 
And he couldn't even he didn't even score a point. Yeah. yeah, there was a there were a couple of games where I almost skunked him, or I skunked him once. No, you just skunked him twice. I was keeping score. I remember. But I don't know what he was. I don't know what he was thinking. I know he was trying. Well, he's getting mad. I remember you and John Coates used to play a lot too, and he it was fun to watch him play because you know he had a limp arm. Yeah. And I say that sounds bad, but it was it was funny to me to see how good he was. I guess mm. it was amusing. Yeah, he got me a few times. Yeah, he, he was. was uh, Mike was good. Braden for who he was was good for a kid at the yeah. time. Yeah. Mike could get me every now and then. John could get me often. Because, like, John and Justin Shelton, and, like, this was, like, um, the way you used to play. There was a time when me and you played where you would get me fairly regularly. Is like, if if there's a strong power game, mm-hmm. like, with John, it didn't matter how good my serve was. And that was always my game. I knew I could get five points immediately off of my serving yeah. if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where I don't serve my best serve on purpose mm-hmm. if I don't have to use it. Because if someone's going to try to play spin ball with me, you're going to lose every time. Mm-hmm. But if you want to slam it, and if you put me back off the table, that gets difficult. Yeah. Because in those small rooms that we were playing in, I couldn't get back far enough. Because mm-hmm. you got to get back six feet on somebody At like least. John Coates. Oh, yeah. Because he's least. bringing heat. He smacked it, boy. He would smash my best serves. Mm-hmm. Backhanded. Mm-hmm. Like Thor's hammer. Force. Yeah, I miss those ping pong days, Set man. The balls on fire. You know, I got that weird goal in my life to where I want to beat every nationality, every country in ping pong. Really? That's pretty odd. <laughs> it's probably, it's maybe one of the weirdest things that I have on my list of things to do, but... Uh, Have you actually I, got the list wrote down, or is it in your head? It's in my head. You need to write it down. I could write them all down. Right. Okay, so um, Canada, taken care of. Jamaica, Mexico, Chile, Guatemala. Chile was tough. Or Chile, I'm sorry. Chile. Chile was tough. We were playing. I was in Santiago, and we were at these colleges. Mm. It, was doing, it, was on, it was a mission trip. We was doing college ministry. And... uh my Spanish was awful at the time, and it's still not good. It's better than what it was. But uh, I, I told the dude in Spanish, they were playing ping pong. I just walked up to the where the net is, and I just put my hand on both sides of the table, and I told them um, that I was the destroyer in Spanish. <laughs> and they did that. <laughs> they, they, they just busted out laughing. Oh, man. And I said... Uh, who wants to lose as simply as I could in Spanish? And they both just looked at each other and were just laughing. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, these cats were used to playing in the wind. So the mm-hmm. first game I lost. Yeah. And um, then I told him uh, again, one more. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I spanked him. Yeah. And then we started up a tournament. Then I had to go because we had to go to the next mm, place. That sucks. That's funny. That I up. am the destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In Spanish. Right, what did, I, I, I don't know how to say that because I, I work with some Spanish people at work. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of them's a, her, she's about four foot tall. Her name's Olivia. I'm going to walk up to her and say that. 
I am the destroyer. <laughs> I just thought it was like perfect, perfect trash talk. Cause like I did it horribly. Soy el destructor. What? Soy. Soy. Which is I am. Yeah. L, which is the. L. And uh, destructor. Destructor. Yeah. Soy el destructor. Say it. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're really going to set the tone for the room. I yeah. set the whole tone for the, the whole area. Yeah, you probably... Like for everybody watching that game, there's that all tone, seven of us. That but, tone was still there when you left. Yeah. Okay. It's like when I walked away, it was I told still them, ringing. So held the throttle. Still ringing. Now here at uh, Clay, Clayo, wherever it was, uh, <laughs> there's, there's still legends of the red-headed dude who came in <laughs> and said, So held the throttle. <laughs> He's banged some booty on the bank all day. Well, I don't know who he was. He lost the first time. Then, <laughs> then he was destroyed. Then he Just was like he said. I think he hustled us. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, whole South Korea. I got Japan, China, uh, Vietnam, mm-hmm. um, Cambodia, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go India. I've got a Russia. That's on there. Russia. Peter Russian. So I'm, right. I'm making headway. Now. I want to go to the Australian Zoo. Down in Australia. So what's the weirdest go you have for your life? I'm, I'm sad to say I don't have any. Uh, maybe I'm the only one. No, I've thought about it and really wanted to write something down just so I could be the, make a decision on what I wanted to do. Because, like, I'll think of something, and then I'll start just branching off thinking about a thousand different things. And I'm like, no, I got to I gotta pick ten. Yeah. I got to pick ten, you know, just ten. And I haven't done it yet. One of them I know, though, is building a house. And, you know, as you know, the reason we haven't been hanging out. Yeah. It's because I've been building a house. So, And that goal, actually, last night was our first night to sleep in it. So There you go. The plumbing Big night. Plumbing ain't done, but we slept there. Yeah. And it was... So glorious to sleep on my Tempur-Pedic. Because that thing is like a cloud from heaven. Yeah, man. I know like just over the... It's been like a year and a half now. It seems like yeah. they're building that thing. It's like... Uh, I, ain't, I ain't really seen or heard of you and Andrew hanging out a whole lot lately. I was like... He's building a house. Mm-hmm. So y'all good? Yeah, man. We'll pick up where we left off when, uh, when he gets done. Yeah. That's cool, man. I'm pretty much... I'll be working on I'll be doing something to it the rest of my life. Of course, man. But uh, I'm I'm proud of it. I told Jessica that me doing the work on the inside is going to make me appreciate it a lot more, I think, too. Yeah. It definitely has humbled me, letting me know that I am a speck in this universe. I know nothing. I am nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, you got a lot of new experiences, then. Oh, I definitely forgot more than I'll ever learn, but my mind ain't right sometimes. You know what I'm saying? No, for real, though, the the things that you can learn on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. The only thing, (coughs) I will say this, if anybody wants to build something, if you're listening and you're currently doing a project of some kind... (coughs) You're doing something, you, you you have something in your house you keep looking at and you're like, oh, you know, I need to do something with that. If you have an idea, 
type it in on YouTube. Go do it. Be productive. We're lazy. People are lazy, Alan. We're lazy today on diabetes. We need to get out and do more. Do more. People will rip you off. And people, most people will be like, oh, I'll just, I'll pay somebody. They'll come do it, you know. You know how big a hole they're going to rip in your wallet? It's ridiculous the amount of money that people will walk away with in their pockets. You won't even realize it's that's theirs for, you know. There are things today. And Dustin was with me the other day, and he's one of those guys, like, like you're talking, you know. And I think it's a good way to be, you know, tight. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's something that I can do myself. Especially with technology today, like, but like Dustin comes from like the aspect of just like manliness, just overall yeah. being um, this pure masculinity at its best, mm -hmm. what it should look like. And he learned it from his dad. And um, we were, it was Jax's birthday party. You know, uh, mm -hmm. I like Jax, special yeah. kid to me, love that kid. So birthday party, and so I showed up a little bit before to hang out with Jax to throw the football back and forth mm -hmm. and hang out for a little while. And then um, me and Dustin piloted the new um, series of Porch Talk, which yeah. is like a car ride. And um, we were going to Express to get my oil changed. Mm -hmm. And I go to the one over there on East Columbus because yeah. I know Shane, you know, uh -huh. and I know a lot of the guys there just to support those guys and hang out for a minute. And on top of that is like, as I was getting my oil changed, like Dustin looked over there at me and just kind of put his face in his hand. He said, I cannot believe you're doing this. Like my dad would laugh at you. And I said, what? He said, paying somebody else to change your oil. And I was like, dude. My grandpa taught me at 11 years old how to change oil. Mm -hmm. I changed oil for 10 years. And when I moved down to Mobile, I didn't have like a convenient place to do it. Mm -hmm. So I started paying and it felt great. Yeah. And I was like, when I move back here and I have everything I need to do it easily, I done it one time and I said, I don't mind paying somebody else to mm -hmm. do this. It's not worth it. Because yeah. by the time I go to the Napa or Advance mm. or whatever, get the oil, get the filter, and get back home, get the ramps out, pull the truck up, mm. let it cool down, drain the hot, warm oil, mm -hmm. put the cat back on, take the filter off, new filter, oil in. It's well, I've wasted. It. It's not worth it. I've and then you, and the main thing I have a problem with is what to do with the oil after you've drained it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just got to let it sit. You can't pour it out. Yeah. It's illegal. Right. Right. And if you have a, a car like that, I'm sure that your truck's just like uh, the Forerunner, uh, your, your Tacoma. Uh, the Forerunner, you have to take down a plastic guard. You have to have this little plastic thing to stick in because it doesn't have an oil, like metal can. It has a plastic thing that a filter sits in. Oh, my filter's looks on like top. Looks like an air filter. My filter sits up top. See, this one, it's, it's all, you got to have a special wrench to take that off. It's messed up. Yeah, like changing the oil on that Tacoma. Like, I wouldn't mind it mm -hmm. on that Tacoma because, like, the oil filter's on top. So, like, mm -hmm. I literally hop underneath, pull the plug. Yeah. Let the oil drain, put the cap back in, change filters. It's good. It's easy. And there's a trick, man. If you cut a water bottle in half. Yeah. Like, and just put it down in the oil. Mm-hmm. 
where the oil filter is going to come out of, you yeah. can catch all that burnt oil so it doesn't get back down in there. You uh, can capture it. So, uh, it's super easy. I just, it's not worth it to me. No. To, to pay $35 or whatever it is they charge, and by the time I done went somewhere mm-hmm. to get it, went back home, got the oil, I spent that much money. Yeah. At least. Yeah. I saved a lot of money by being masculine. I yeah. Did. I just did it. No, yeah. I didn't save anything. I yeah, don't get it. It don't work. Anyway. Anyway, where are we at? Dude, I'm excited. About what, man? Netflix. Um, You know, I'm a fantasy fanatic. Mm -hmm. I am too. And uh, The Witcher is one of my favorite games. Oh, those are good games. I haven't played the last one yet. I watched them. Like, with the breaking of the Xbox... I was thinking about this because, like you said, this is the third time we tried to do it, and like we got on a conversation about games, and then this I, is the graveyard of electronics. <laughs> it really is. Nothing on the entertainment center works. It's a graveyard. Like first, them, speak of them headphones work. Yeah, yeah. Big John came over one time to do a podcast yeah. here, and like when he walked back here to the room, he said, "Nice entertainment center," and I was like, I just laughed. Yeah. And he said, "What is it?" And I said. It's actually a graveyard. He's like, what? And I was like, none of that works. Mm-mm. I was like, if you'll turn your eyes over here. Yeah. I was like, this is where it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. But I was thinking about all the games over the year that I wanted to play. I wanted to play that new Witcher because it was open world. Because the old Witcher games, they were, uh, it was very linear. Streamline. Linear. Streamline. Yeah. You had one path, but you mm-hmm. could take... Yeah, and there were secrets and like you didn't have to do exactly linear but for yeah. the most part it wasn't open to where you could do what you wanted to do mm-hmm. yeah that's what I'm excited about with the uh, that new Jedi game cause it's like that yeah it's real open world it's huge it's I've like, heard it's kind of linear to the but you get to go to different planets well, and things and another thing I like about it the reason one way you can tell a game is a good open world game you'd have a lot of fun even after you beat the main storyline, you can still walk, go to different planets and do different things. Yeah. Like, that. that's, that's the way Red Dead was. Red Dead 2. See, I didn't, I didn't, and that was another game, like, I didn't get to play it. Red Dead was amazing. I love that game. But, and that's a thing that I'll say about games, like, even with Dark Souls, like, it's not exactly this type. It's not open in that regard, but it has the best quality of games to me, which is what I call the dick-off quality. Yeah. It's where I can spend hours doing mm-hmm. absolutely nothing, nothing. Yeah, and be and be classically entertained. Yeah, yeah, have fun. Yeah, that's the way Red Dead was, man. Because there's so much wildlife on there, you can go hunting, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Talk to Bigfoot. Yeah, go in a cave. There was a gate cave you could go in that supposedly the devil was in. You could talk to him. It was. It was a cool game, man. It was huge, dude. That's wild. Yeah, it was huge. I wonder where that lore came from. Huh? I wonder where that lore came from. Don't know. Rockstar. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Uh, and, um, I mean, even then, like, back to Star Wars, which, man. Yeah, Star Wars. I want to go see it. We're going to go see the movie. You want to go see the movie? No. Oh. I don't want to see that film. Why? I heard it was great. I heard people cried. Yeah, people, like, have you ever met a Star Wars fan? I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah. 
mean, uh, do you like Star Wars? Like they they go balls deep. But do you, do you like it? I like four, five, and six. Well, then you like Star Wars. You're a fan of a third of it. You're still a fan. Okay. You either do, or you don't. You need to decide. I can't decide. I'm on the fence. What was funny was no, like J.J. Abrams yes. said like in some kind of interview about like this last one and all the beef that they've been catching for it. But once again, this is Star Wars fans. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, didn't like the way you finished Luke off or mm. all the different things that happened. Yeah. That was just ridiculous. But uh, he said that you had to break something before you could fix it. And so supposedly nine is him fixing it. So there's a bit of curiosity in me that wants to see it because he said that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. I think I'd rather just catch it on a red box. Well, whatever you want. <laughs> so I mean, what do you want to see in it? What are you excited? Actually, to see? I think I'm gonna. I'm. Gonna, I know I'm gonna take because if we went, it wouldn't be just me and you. We'd take my little cousin. Uh, he wants to go. He's uh, 11 or 12. He's 12. He's 12. And I took him, I've took him to every Star Wars movie that's come out in theaters like ever since, you know, when they, you know, this newest set, like uh, uh, New Hope or whatever it is. and uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, this one's Rise of Skywalker, but there's a... Uh, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. The newer ones like that. Yeah. I've took him to see them and he's going to go with us. But I was... I'm gonna rent out the D box seats at the IMAX in Tuscaloosa. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? The no, D, the D box seats. Tell me about these seats. The D box seats is they like move. So like when you're when it shows them in the movie flying in the starship. Are we gonna have goggles on? Uh huh. It's be completely VR. I don't know if it's VR, but that would be cool if it was. But the seats like move. And vibrate and shake, and there's speakers in them, so it's like you're in the movie. Are you serious? As a heart, you've never seen a D box, dude. I don't go to the movies that much. I like, you ain't got to go to the movies to see it, it though. But to to a movie theater to see that, yeah, you do. There's signs everywhere. What are you talking about billboards? No, just signs. Signs oh. and wonders everywhere. <laughs> okay, look. And you shall see. Search and you will find. Okay, <laughs> D-Box seats it is. Yeah. I gotta show you now. I don't know. You you know the theater I go to. I go to the one in Columbus. Well, normally I go to the uh, drive-in. Yeah, I go there. I've been there a you, few times. You win? Dude, I wish I owned a drive-in. That would be freaking sick. I would love it. Well, I mean, it's not bad. Like, from here, we got, what, a 30-minute drive to a drive-in? Mm-hmm. Like, to the drive-in? Yeah. It ain't a bad drive. No. <laughs> About four or five minutes. Oh. Well, maybe if you're a pussy. What? <laughs> what are you looking at? Shut up. Oh, he's an Aldridge. Huh? He's an Aldridge all day. Are <laughs> <laughs> you showing me this? It's an interesting experience. 
review of whether or not you should go check it out next time you're at your local theater. Now, unfortunately, D-Box is only available at a select number of theaters, so check your local listings in the description below to see if it's available. I've never seen that. Uh, so I can't listen decide. to that guy, though, because he's a... Uh... Aldridge. <laughs> Thanks. Ooh. This is one of host brothers. <laughs> Golly. Oh, konnichiwa, baka. How's it going, everybody? Oh, are you Japanese people? Konnichiwa, baka. Well, you're an idiot. So, I'm very interested in this de-boxing that they talk about at the movie theater. Fast forward. Fast forward. Are they trading Pokemon cards? Pokemon cards? Is it, are you stereotyping because he's Asian? <laughs> Look at it. See? Put the top on, you idiot. You're Asian. Figure it out. D-Box! D-Box! I can't play that, but yeah. You want to do that? I'll do that. We'll go to see the movie. I'll go watch it, D-Box. Well, I'm going to get it set up for some time next week. And we're going to go. About like during the week? No, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. I'll figure it out and I'll talk to you about it. Okay. Okay. I have my phone. Call your phone. Well... If it doesn't get that phone, call my other phone. Well, I'll get my other machine and call your other machine. If that machine doesn't work, have it to reach out to my pager. If that doesn't work, I got a guy. Let's just, he's related to Paul Revere. He'll see, he'll bring you a letter by horseback. If that doesn't work, get my CNI Falcon. Uh, well, I've also got pigeons. If your Falcon, we'll leave them alone and we'll eat them. If that doesn't work, I'll use smoke signals. You'll be able to see them. I'll burn a house down. Agreed. <coughs> Where's the story go? Uh, water's gone. Where's the story go from here? Where do you want it to go? Where are we picking up at? Where are we at? Um, we were at one stop and hanging out during that time. Shelton State years? Shelton State, yeah. Yeah, Shelton State. I I tell Jessica all the time that if there's no way I would be where I'm at right now if it wouldn't have been for you, Alan. And let me tell you why. It's because during those years, during those years, I had no job. I had no money. That was when the economy was horrible. Gas was five dollars a freaking gallon. Oh yeah. I didn't have a I didn't have a vehicle. Yeah, nothing. Mm -hmm. And you would literally, you would drive me to school every day. About, if not every other, if not every day, every other day, you, you was buying me lunch. Yeah. And and I, it, because of my degree that I got from going to that school, I got the job that I had. That's the reason I look out for you so much now in every way I can. It's because I feel I don't feel like I owe you, but I feel like I I, I want to show you that the same love that you show me is directed back at you too. Yeah, we just, I did it because we were boys, man. I know. I that's always say that's a, the reason, that's why I'm saying, that's why I do what I do for you. If I do anything now for you, that's why. I, yeah. 
Well, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like if it was road reverse, it'd be different than that. It's like, it's just, um, man, we're boys. Mm. I'm gonna, if I see you in hard times now, like, even if I ain't got it, I'm going to find a way to have it just so I can get it for you. Exactly. But, I mean, luckily, with the job that you have, you're in good shape in that regard. Yes. So, I mean, I look out for other things, like shows and, you know, cool things that we could do. Yes. But, yeah, I wouldn't be where I'm at. And we had a lot of fun, man, eating at the Hot Walk, Hot Cock, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. That was some good food, man. Yeah. You see a Hungry Howie's over there, too. I remember um, it was when I first moved back here, man. Like, um, I was hanging out with somebody. And we were in Tuscaloosa. And I was like, you like Chinese food? He's like, yeah, yeah, let's go get some. Went over there to Taylorville, all the way out to Taylorville. Yeah. And that, it wasn't open. And I was like, well, I hate to break your little heart, but yeah. we're going to have to find somewhere else. Is that Mexican place still up behind it? Mexican place is still open. That place is pretty good. It wasn't no slouch. But, I mean, that whole community done, like, all of Tuscaloosa always done a great job for looking out for yes. college students. Discount. Like, there, there was somewhere to catch a free meal or a really cheap meal every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Taylorville, we used to go to church. It, Taylorville Baptist yeah, gave out free dude. meals on, what, Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesdays or Thursdays, one. Yeah. It was good food. Yeah, it was like a potluck kind yeah. of thing. and, like, you just give a donation of, like, if you have a dollar if you wanted to. You didn't have to give anything. Yeah. Try to give something. Try to give something. I give them a smile some days because I didn't even have a dollar. And not to mention, man, like all the guys that we met while we were there. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. My Matt Keith. My name. Hi, my, hi. My name's Matt Keith, and I'm pretty. I got a big truck. First time I met him, dude, because like you like told me about him all the time because at first you'd be like, just riding in the truck on the way home from school, and you'd be like, I'm Matt Keith. I'm so pretty. I'm so pretty. And I would just look over there at you, and I was like, is he working on some kind of a character? Is, is, <laughs> yeah. Is, what is this Matt Keith? And then you like told me about the guy, and I finally yeah. met him, and he literally introduced himself like that. Yeah. I'm Matt Keith. I'm so pretty. And I don't know if it's like something that y'all had talked about that he should do before he done it, but yeah, I don't remember if we did. It was perfect. Yeah. Because I was like, I about died laughing. <laughs> That's the way he. Is. That's the way he was, man. Him and old Daniel Gardner and Corey Bickery and uh, it was somebody, somebody else. I used to hang out with them a lot too. I don't know. We had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with him. Alex Alvarez. I still talk to that guy every once in a while. Yeah, man. Uh, Aaron Rooney. I don't know if you ever met Aaron. He was the we called him old man because he was at the time he was like thirty, and he was in the class with us. Yeah, we was all we all we used to make fun of him all the time because <laughs> he would like bring a lunch box and you know because he was smart. Yeah, he wasn't <laughs> yeah. eating out. Yeah, he wasn't eating out. He was smart. He was yeah. buying groceries and doing what we as college kids should have been doing. Yeah. And could have saved a lot of money, but we didn't. I don't know, man. It was... It I seemed, learned a it lot seemed, that place. It seemed like camaraderie, man. Yeah. I, I mean, even now for work, um, a lot of days I'll pack my lunch, but if... Mm-hmm. Man, if there's an opportunity to go catch lunch with somebody around oh, town... yeah. I'm going to go do that. We need to catch lunch together at EMCC one day. You ready? You ready for a new cafeteria? You talking about just going down to the college to get a bite to eat? Yeah. Y'all do that? Yeah. I get 30 minutes. 30, 45 minutes. I ain't never, I ain't never right there. Let's go there. 
<laughs> okay. Well, I'll call you one day and we'll go eat lunch whenever you... I have to eat at 11.30, but I'll probably... I'll, I'll kind of sneak out at about 11. Oh. And I'll just come back at 12. There you go. Yeah. They got good food. It's like a buffet. They got a pizza buffet. They got a dessert buffet. And it's like seven bucks. I can do it. For a drink and a plate. I've been, um... And you get, you, the, you, you get what you want. And you want. You want what you get. Mm. Little Rolling Stone action. Oh. Yeah, man, I've, I've been working on this. I've been eating at a lot of different places in Starville. Like on lunch Tell breaks. me about it. And so, um, talking with Ryan, and like, Ooh. he had this really dope idea that he was going to do, but isn't going to do it anymore. And I was like, I think it's worth doing. And it's been done. Like, I've seen it in different places, but not around here. Is, um, like, I'm at, I'm at the, um, the Burger King on Old 82. And I'm just going to tell you a little bit about the atmosphere. Mm. And do like a serious food review on like yeah. a fast food joint. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be funny. It'd be like satire in the paper. But then like on the but on the reel you'd have some like serious ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I every but every now and then you would sneak in something yeah. and be like everybody'd be like, Is this guy for real? Uh uh-uh. you know, I <laughs> I like watching uh I like watching Gordon Ramsay videos. I like watching him cook. Because it's hilarious to me to watch him cook and to watch him get on, get mad at people and they yell at each other. Yeah. He had a woman the other day, she's a British woman or whatever, she kept saying, she's like, you want me to check your lip? You want me to check your lip? Come here, I'll give you a check of your lip. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> but, it was, uh, Sean State was fun though, man. Then you, then I left. I started working. Uh-huh. You kept going to school. Then you went to Mobile. Yeah. We had a lot of fun still when you was in Mobile because I, I come in. How many times I come? About More what? than anybody else. More than my family. I come like four or five times probably. No, it was more than that. I was going to say it was around like ten times. Yeah, probably so. Maybe a dozen. That's all I, I don't even remember. <laughs> I was on third shift for a couple of <clears> trips, so I was really tired. Because I remember one of the last times I went. Uh, that was a fun one. Yeah. That might have been the funnest one. Yeah, I stayed up. I had been up. Like, I woke up at 4 o'clock on Thursday afternoon. And I stayed up all night, Thursday night, working into Friday morning. Then got off, drove to your house, and stayed up till 7 o'clock that night. We was at the... At that where y'all was playing, mm-hmm. I was up then, and then we didn't get back to your uh, apartment until like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I had been up almost like forty-eight hours, twenty-four at least. I was tired, but it was fun. One of the first trips we went on was with Ho. That was brother. That was that was the first trip, but yeah, that was that it was, was a good trip. That was one of the Ruby. That was one of the funnest road trips I've ever been on in my life, probably. Uh, probably, yeah. I'd have to say that was top for me. And I've been on a lot. I know you have too. But it's definitely, definitely in the top two. Man, that whole week, like I quit my job early because of it. Yeah. 
I was already going to quit, and then Ho flew in. I picked him up from the airport at like 5 o'clock that morning. I took him back to my house. Then I went back to work mm-hmm. and quit. Yeah. And then came back, back home yeah. <laughs> and just hung yeah. out. And I got back home, and it was just that. And Ho was like, you get off work early. Yeah. And I said, uh, I quit. What? <laughs> yeah, really? Really? <laughs> really? I said, yeah, man, we're going to hang out. And he said, uh, you quit for me? I yeah. said, well, I was going to quit anyway. I was like, yeah. you know, screw it. Yeah. You're here, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I still like doing that wow. Yeah. wow. Couldn't nobody say really? wow like ho. Really? Wow. Really? <laughs> really? Yes, yeah. Scooby-Doo. Really? I want some chicken. I want some fried chicken. You don't want it there. Golly, dude. <laughs> so many, that so many epic quotes. He wanted to see the beach so bad. So bad. He saw it, though. Yeah. He saw it. I love it when that picture it the pops beach. up on the uh, timeline. Yeah. We showed him Dolphin Island with oil rigs yeah. in the back, but he was still mind blown. Yeah, he was. Well, I mean, he'd never seen it, so. Yeah. He flew over it. Yeah. I always cool. loved that picture with him cheesing so hard. Yeah. That dude was happy. Man, wasn't he, though? I'm going to get that tattooed on me. That, that scene. <laughs> I'm going to get it on my back. That'd be right between the shoulder. No, I'm gonna get it on. I'm gonna get it right here, like in the back, like right here in the background of this. I'd about get that. I'm gonna get it. That uh, like of all the pictures over the years, man. Whenever I see that picture, like Us that, doing that one, yeah, that one brings up like uh, some really good memories, man. Yeah. Like that whole time he was here with us. That was almost as good as that whole time we had that whole year when he was a foreign exchange student. Yeah, uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And that that was so funny because I remember his host mother hated me because the first time, and it took forever to build a relationship to where that she would trust me. Yeah. Is, uh, Especially who you was. Yeah. I had a bad rep. Mm-hmm. And the first time he hung out, dude, like, we didn't do, we didn't drink or anything. He wanted to. I didn't let him because I was like, I got to be responsible. I'm going to take him home sober. Yeah. So we like played Guitar Hero and like listened to Bon Jovi because he liked Bon Jovi and smoked a lot of Black and Miles. Hey, he loved that the wine. He used to say, he used to say, it taste on your lip. It's so good. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. He said, I like a wood tip. I don't like a plastic. Plastic don't do good. He yeah. said, wood, let it taste on your lip. <laughs> that was home, man. And play ping pong. And like, we just took him back home sober. And then like the next day, he told her that, because he didn't know no better. Yeah. He told her that he was hanging out with me because I had won her over. And he went and got shit faced. Yeah. With, uh, I don't even remember who he was hanging out with. Probably Blake. And he called me, I don't, I don't know. And he called me the next day, cause she made him call. And he said, hey Alan, I can't hang out with you no more after school. I said, uh, really? He said, I lie. Uh, <laughs> I said, you lie? He said, I tell you Monday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And, they, you know, he told me the story. Yeah. He said, uh, I told her I was hanging out with you, but I was really hanging out with them. Yeah. And I was like, you kind of got me there, buddy. Yeah. All right, well, so much for playing rock band after work and you working on your drum skills. Yeah. We'll see you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
He used to kill me, man, like Bon Jovi. Shut to the heart with your to blame. You give love. Hey, he was a pretty good singer. Who could sing? He could sing. He taught me. Remember, like, he, he worked on me a lot. That Yeah. Uh-huh. He worked on me all the time. He's like, Alan, you're sick as shit. Yeah, you need to work on it. You need to work, <laughs> work on your singing. He said, yeah. you, have, you have a good voice if you try. You sound you sound scared. Yeah. You're a scared little boy. Yeah, you're scared. Don't do that. <laughs> sing, for your, sing for your stomach. He said, sing from down here, boy. It's mm-hmm. where you have feeling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I miss that guy. We're going to go see him. And then he flew off, and then we're at the senior trip. Mm-hmm. Senior trip was, uh, that was good. I spent most of the time looking for you. Went down to Panama City. I met some really cool people, though. And it's kind of like they, uh, <clears throat> met some really cool people. And I guess it's the theme of the, the whole show. Yeah. This episode. Uh, about swinging life away. It was Tommy Vaughn, right? Tommy yeah. Vaughn. Showed us the song, or showed you the song, and then you showed me Swing Life Away, mm-hmm. Arise Against. And how it, that song, although we didn't know it, how how wide an area it would carry just from four or five people. Yeah. Uh, you look at where Sid's at in Foley, you mm-hmm. know he's playing it. And he every time he plays it, he thinks about that. Or he thinks about me or you or thinks about, you know, home. Yeah, thinks about the boys. And then, like, when you went to Mobile, you was playing at Mobile. And you was thinking the same thing. I'm, I'm still here in Kennedy, Millport. I'm playing it and thinking the same thing. And how crazy that one song that he had shared with us, how it influenced us. And how we have shown it to other people and influenced them too. It's just special. That that song is still that way, man. Cause like um, I remember, like now telling the story just like that mm-hmm. is um, it, it may have been it may have been over at Foley. I feel like that was what was cool after I had moved to Mobile is that Sid moved to Foley. Yeah. A little bit after me, and we were hanging out one night with um, we were just passing the guitar back and forth. And, um, I don't know, we were just at that time of the night where we were just exchanging our favorite covers, mm-hmm. you know, between players. And, um, I pulled that one out and I, I told the story, you know, about, we found this, these group of guys, man, they were all hanging out and they were just like us. Yeah. And, um, he played this song called Swing Life Away. And I got back home after, you know, Tommy had taught me how to play it. And memorized it, you know, got all the words down and started playing it. And it, at my house with the boys, and it became our anthem. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's a good song. And now, like, whenever we go anywhere and hang out, if we play it in Georgia or if we play it in Tennessee or wherever, wherever we play it, like, this one's for the boys. We know. Yeah. We know. Or when it comes up on a playlist, man, it's so funny sometimes. Somebody will, you know, send that picture from their playlist. Yeah. Like, this came uh-huh. up today. Yeah. Th- thought of the boys. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, a, you know, it's like, man, it's so dope you remember. It's like the back call. Back yeah. Back call. It's like, you hear it, you see it. Yeah, man. You know, it's, 
know what it but is. That trip was, that was a dope trip. That was a lot of adventure took place for me. And we were at um, Sandpiper Beacon. Beacon. And it had that tiki bar, and so, like, you really didn't have to ever leave. That's what I liked about that place, man. That, that's a nice place to stay. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. And we tore, you tore it up multiple times. I did tear it up. Uh, including shattering a mirror wall. No, oh, no, that was, no, that's a different trip. It was still the same place. No, it wasn't. What? That was at the Beach Club Inn. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, that was, Look uh, at me in the eye, really? That was spring break, 2010 or 11. Excuse me, sassy press. We went down there with our friends from Winfield. Oh, Zach Pittman and them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that, that, that was stupid to put me, well, I think every room was made of mirrors, but I was like, y'all know how wild I get. Yeah, for real. And I was like, not to mention, you know, the props I always bring on trips. I bought a, I brought a bowling pin as a door prop. Mm-hmm. And I I brought a bucket of baseballs to sit on at the beach. <laughs> you couldn't bring a chair. <laughs> like a normal person. Well, I was coaching baseball. Chair and umbrella. Let's get a bucket. Full, full of baseballs. baseballs. <laughs> Have a little weight to it. Then you can peg a peg a seagull with it if you get tired of looking at them. Look, or heck, you can just throw hey, it. Take a baseball bat and just see that, how far you can get the ball. In that the was that was them uh, peanut butter falcon oh, days, man. man. Could have had that a, was what's, had what's a, the number one rule? A little pickup game. Uh, what's the number one rule? Party. Party. That's it. It was then, yeah, for sure. For sure. But now the trip you're talking about was... That was when I went missing the whole trip. Well, either one I looked at. I looked for you for the majority of it. Mm. Mm. Found you in weird places, man. (laughs) (laughs) Found you in some weird places, dude. Talking about the bathtub? Yeah. Bleeding? Thought Thought you'd been raped. That was the back of my head. Well, your pants was down, so. <laughs> <laughs> I fell over peeing. They knocked you in the back of the head and pulled your pants down. Man, I would say, like, maybe that's a possibility, but, like, real talk, I can't tell you how many times this happened. Mm, right? It's like, like, right when I start peeing, like, I kick back. <laughs> and I trip over a bathtub and then hit my, hit my head on the faucet oh, and yeah. I just laid out. I hate when that happens. <laughs> it, I've, it's happened to me twice. Yeah, common. Must be an Aldridge thing. That's why I don't go hard no more. That must be an Aldridge thing. <laughs> like a rape scene. Yeah. That's funny, man. Sid came up there and got me. Ow! Put your dick up. Stop embarrassing yourself. That's just like you know that thing that you was talking about that you said has happened more than once. It's common. Yeah. Well, there's another thing that happens in your life that is common. Yeah. There is. Yeah. I remember a, a, a lot, of, a lot of times actually, but one in particular. Here we are in Tuscaloosa. Sid's 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. And me, you, and him, and Jeffrey Walker. 21st birthday, Sid's. Rounders. We go out. 
there's stories on among stories among stories stacked all in this but uh one of the funny the one of the funnier ones in the the while we was in rounders is uh i was looking for a, a lighter or sid was no sid don't smoke i was looking for a lighter yeah but sid called out for it uh, yeah sid hey anybody got a lighter got a lighter and this dude sitting at the corner he's like yeah i got a lighter chain i yell like an idiot or something like that you know He's like, oh man, I'm just, I'm sorry. So I'm just trying to chill, man. It's been 21st birthday, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I don't care if it's your birthday. You know, he said a few more choice words in there, but uh, he uh, gets the lighter or whatever. Well, then come to find out, that guy was the singer of the band that night in Rounders. He gets I, up on stage. I remember this night. Yeah, he gets up on stage. I don't know how, because you was, you, was, you was literally dancing with like a pole. <laughs> like a wooden post you was leaning up against it so much it looked like you was dancing with it you was trying to hold yourself up and you was holding yourself up but you was trying to dance and mingle with people but you couldn't get no further than that pole <laughs> because you couldn't you was going to fall down you know what done it before was those tequila tequila hundred yeah that's how I got That's the scar. That's why I didn't take none. That's yeah. how I got the scar. You got the smiley face the big smiley face yeah that night was memorable in <laughs> a lot of different ways yeah but the dude's up there, the lead singer's up there, and he looks down, and Sid's telling Parker, one of his friends, it was huge, big buff guy, he's telling him yeah. this story. He equaled three men. Exactly. His strength yes. was tenfold. It was tenfold. Uh, but Sid points up to the guy, and it's like, oh, it's that guy. Dude stops singing the song and, like, pulls his head away from the mic and, like, starts talking trash to Sid. And Sid looks at him, he's like, well, you need to sing the song. It goes like this. And like Sid was singing it back to him or whatnot. That sounds like Sid. Yeah. And it, it, But anyway, we ended up leaving that night after having a good time. We leave, go to, we went to another one, I think, 4th and 23rd for a little bit. Then we went to back I wonder to, how I even got in those places because at the time, I th no, they, th those were 19 yeah, clubs. Yeah, those were 19 clubs. Yeah. But uh, we yeah. went to back to Sid's trailer. And you walked in and immediately passed out on one of the couches, but they had two. So I jumped on the other one real quick. Yep. And Jeffrey come in there and he was like, oh, man, I ain't got nowhere to sleep. He said, dang, it sucks. About that time. Boom. Look over. You done flopped over talking zombie laying in the floor. Mm -hmm. I was like, there's your sink. Well, we cut the lights out. You know, we're asleep. And I get woke up. Like an hour or two later, to it's coming to life. I look over there and you're trying to stumble up, and I'm just watching you, thinking of me. Look at this idiot, Baca. And he's walking. You get up and you walk to the foot of, at the foot where my feet were on the couch. There's an aquarium going. Running, so you can hear water. Alan walks to the end of the couch, and I'm like, looking at him. And I say, "Hey, Alan, don't move." And then all of a sudden, I hear a zip. So, Alan. Then I look down again, and I can see a full moon. Somebody, you got your pants down about mid thigh. <laughs> God, I, I raise up, Alan. 
Then the next sound that I heard was undeniable about what it was. It was nothing but the sound of piss hitting what was linoleum mm. in the kitchen. Like a cow peed on flat rock. Like it was splattering. You could hear the splatter splatter. That's how loud it was. I raised up and whack. Boom, right in the shoulder. Alan falls into the ball. Catches himself. Gets up. Goes back to where he was standing. And finishes pissing. And I was like, huh. <laughs> then you go fall back asleep in the middle of the floor. Yeah. We wake up the next morning and I'm like, Sid comes in there to begin with and then goes right back in his room. And I, I look at you, I said, Alan, did you clean your piss up? And he's like, what piss? I said, you pissed in the floor last night. He's like, I pissed in the floor immediately. You pissed on my floor? Sid. <laughs> Sid come busted here. I'm talking about. Doo, 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 doo. Like all quick, like, you pissed in my floor? Dude, I laughed so hard. It was so funny. But you did. I did. You pissed in the floor. It's not the first time it happened. No. Won't be the last, neither. Mm-hmm. It happens, though. You know, sometimes. Well, I don't know if I ever have, but. I don't know. The older I get, I the, the more, the harder, the more I have to pee. I admit that. That's something that's happened. Yeah. I mean, there's multiple nights, man. I will save it, I guess. The fire extinguisher <laughs> night. Getting chunked off a third floor balcony mm-hmm. to the parking lot. That night was epic. Yeah. The night I got in the four car wrecks. Mm-hmm. Four cars. The night I stood my truck straight up in a cold oh, I remember called that you night. at 3 a.m. My phone rang like three times. I answered it. I said, hello? Hey, man. <laughs> I was like, hey. Hey. What are you doing? I said, I'm scuba diving. What are you doing? <laughs> he said, scuba diving? <laughs> I was like, man, I'm in bed. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. What do you think I'm doing? He's like, oh, I'm just sitting in my truck. Looking straight down. What? Yeah, I ran off in the ditch over here. <laughs> Truck's pretty much standing straight up. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Uh, well, I drive a Honda Civic. <laughs> I can come talk to you. No, that's why I called you. So you didn't have to drive out here. <laughs> I can just talk to you like this. Yeah. I was like, was well, somebody on the way? Yeah. 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 Don't know when they'll get here, but they on the way. <laughs> It was so funny because like, passed out. I left Dustin's and Dustin and Leslie begged me, "Don't go, just stay here." Yeah. And I said, "Oh, sleep in my own bed." <laughs> you know how I used to be. Yeah. And um, I think at this time I was maybe twenty or twenty-one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I was young. And um, I made it, dude. I was doing so well, and I was about halfway there, and I hit that four-way stop on them dirt roads behind Bethlehem Baptist. Yeah. And I just kept going, and then I looked left. I was like, <laughs> that's <way>. my road. <laughs> <laughs> so I just yeah. cut it left, and I put it right off yeah. in that culvert. And dude, like my truck. <laughs> like, I've ever hit my head. You eat. <laughs> yeah. I, I can do this. <laughs> and uh, right in that culvert, and I remember smashing my face on the steering wheel. And, I, and like, I was just laid there because I didn't have my seatbelt on. Yeah. And I was just laid up against the steering wheel. And I gra- reached back and grabbed the seatbelt and strapped myself in and like used it yeah. to kind of like pull me back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just kind of sitting there and I, 
And then, like, immediately after I got off the phone with you, I passed out. Mm-hmm. And Dustin pulled up to the scene, and, like, he was beating on the door and the window. Yeah. And he's like, I thought you had died. Mm-hmm. He's like, I thought you was dead. And uh, we just started pulling on your truck, and you came to life, and you opened <laughs> up the door. Uh, what the hell are y'all doing? <laughs> uh, Dustin's dad was mad, too, wasn't he? Seems yeah. like I remember Dustin talking about how like, mad. Oh, he was mad. As, he was so pissed off at me. Yeah, but I was upset too. And then my, I got it from my grandpa too. Uh, he was more upset. <laughs> you done up now? Yeah, you messed up now, boy. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. It was it was disappointing on. We've had a lot everything. of good times, man. I, I know we got a lot more good ones because I ain't. I mean, I don't plan on us, you know, not being friends. Yeah. I don't think that could happen if we wanted it to. I think we would naturally gravitate yeah. towards each other again. Uh, there's too much, too much blood, too much uh, time spent. That yeah, man. There's nothing that could, you know, keep us from hanging out. Distance maybe for a little bit, but uh, I know we're gonna have fun when we go see Ho and Ho. If you listen to this, I don't know if you do, but you need to. Uh, I'm gonna tag you in it. I'm gonna share it and tag you in it. And you're gonna listen to it, and we want you to know we're coming to see you. That's right. And if you want to know when, you're gonna have to keep listening, ho. And you're gonna have to get all your friends in Korea to listen to. And we're gonna come to South Korea. But you're gonna have to listen to this to know when we're coming. So we'll be talking about it. There you go. In intervals, every quarter. Well, let's shut down. Let's play the song. Let me play the song. You got it on your phone? I don't have any songs on my phone. Oh, you don't? You don't have the tab? Uh-uh. I quit doing it. Why? I don't know. It just felt right. Because it was hindering me. It's hard for me to write if I'm playing everybody else's stuff. You know what I mean? I can listen to it. You're going to need to sit right there. I understand. Okay. You're going to need to turn privacy mode off, too, so I can see the phone. No, I can't. It's built in. It's the cover. That's a privacy screen. Uh-huh. Like a... Okay. You'll have to sit beside me. Can you not sit right here? Can you sit right here in my phone? Yeah. Move that over another thing. Let me change this. Shit. <clears throat> Try that. That'll work. No, I need to hear it. Oh. Let me sit on this side and you sit on that side. Thank you, sounds. My loud and clear, I'm not breaking up. Right 
I'll show you mine Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.